podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Oh boy, on a stick. It's episode ninety-two. Ninety-two, eh? I need a tidy. Yeah, I think I need a um, like a some paper organizer. I've got desks. So what do you get? Do you get those things that have like files, like hollow files that stand up and have a bottom, and then you put your papers in? Is that what? grown-ups have but do you have that on a desk yeah i need some organization man i tried to tell my boyfriend that he needs organization i said why is there a pair of your pants in the drawer in the kitchen and he goes that's a backup cloth but he doesn't think that that's absolutely bizarre he just thinks as a backup cloth, but if cloths were £60 and your pants did the same thing, then I guess fair enough, but, but you don't need a backup cloth because a cloth is very obtainable. Could you imagine if someone come round and, and I'm like, oh, I'm just just drying the dishes ready for your tea tonight what what are you using there harriet oh you know just a backup cloth your boyfriend's undercrackers oh why why didn't he use them anymore because the gusset's worn away and his testicles were hanging out enjoy your dinner <laughs> Fucking hell. yeah but eat like it just doesn't didn't see that so we got our, our drawers are just rammed with absolute nonsense and then half of it falls out the back oh it's just an absolute disaster i think i've said before i think i was definitely well a i'm very tidy compared to him but i do think i was in a little bit of denial with my tidiness and and i live with people that are quite tidy which would sort of encourage me to keep on it slash get away with it whereas with him it's and then I do admittedly have a lot of mess by my bed because it's just all papers and stuff like that but you know I'm asking for the hollow file so I'm gonna gonna try and sort it out so what we just naturally I always say I'm gonna sort it out it's lazy isn't it going to I'm going to sort it out. Do people say that? I'm going to sort it out. I wonder when that happened, when I stopped saying. Because I'm not very, um, you know, some people are, are well, like, text abbreviation e in text. Like, they'll be like, to you, and just me, me. But no, I'm not at all. The only thing is, 
I say like gonna, you're gonna go, gonna, and I must say that because that's how I speak. Oh dear, it's been been a good week. I went to Bristol Old Vic, which was well, I didn't tell him this, <laughs> but um, yeah, I when I was younger. I I didn't I didn't get in there drama school so that's what I really wanted to do and so to now be like paid by them to do a talk like sort of did my show slash talk on mental health for mental health awareness week um was just like a real um achievement really I felt really proud of myself and it was just it was just brilliant I'll tell you what wasn't so brilliant though was um got the coach right so i mean so if you go into bristol you're talking bloody loads on the train and it was like a tenner on the on the megabus megabus is quite good for the fact that well a you're always guaranteed a seat um b it often you get like two seats to yourself and i love just sitting at the sitting at the front lovely anyway so get the megabus and it's late, like it's well late. Um, probably hmm, a good, maybe an hour, forty minutes to an hour late. And it just gets worse, to be honest, because the um, if I'm right in saying, uh, some lorries of full of paper had crashed on the motorway. So the motorway was just covered in paper. So we had to go. So the M6 was was shut so we had to go around and it was one of them when we were driving for like an hour and a half and then I looked and I was like oh my god why is Manchester just there this is ridiculous and I just thought oh fucking hell because I was like I was like right I'll check into my hotel then I'll go to the gig and then as the hours were and the woman was so nice that I was chatting to at the gig she was like do you want to pick you up anywhere and blah 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 but I was like I don't know when I'm gonna get in at the minute um so in the end, I literally had to, oh yeah, because then, so not only were we late, and then and then even more time had passed because uh, we couldn't use the motorway, well, couldn't use the motorway until sort of, uh, just, um, just before Birmingham really, and then the, the, then the coach goes in a fucking service station, and then the the coach driver just like gets his bag and just walks off into the distance. Then about another hour and a half pass, and this other bus driver comes. I'm just like, are you fucking joking? What the fuck's happening here? Yeah, it's mad. So yeah, so in the end, I had to just go straight to straight to the gig because it was in Clifton. Um. So yeah, it's a fucking hour travelled. I did. But it, oh, it was it was absolutely great. Yeah, it's definitely something I want to do more of. I've, I've been very lucky lately with doing gigs gigs like that. Gigs about mental health and, yeah, I'm doing one tomorrow. Do you know what? It's just, it's just so much better. Like, I like the clubs and that and they're, they're fun. Are they? No, they are. They are fun. But... I think it's difficult when you've 
had a past where you've well definitely had a problem with drinking stuff and just behaved like an absolute nutter and then when you've shut that off and you know don't do that anymore and and just lead a very um well reserved and reserved would you say that yeah like a very calm life so it's a little bit um triggering to like you know well maybe that's too much of a strong word but it just it doesn't really sit well to regularly be um not exposed because i'm putting myself like to regularly be reunited with the thing i've actively put in the in the past and and then to a certain degree having to sort of be on their level because you're like making them laugh and 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 that's how you tend to do that to sort of say things that are that they can appreciate so so yeah it's it's tough it's not tough it's an absolutely wonderful job to have i'm so lucky and i know it's like well yeah do you know what like i know i'm only only a comedian but at the gigs where you can have a positive effect on people and really resonate with people and it's not just people's first port of call before they go out and get even more levered and don't even remember the comedy. Like, it's just a, a pit stop in the night. Well, no, I know what I'd, what I'd rather. But then is it like, is that some sort of ego thing that you, like, do it to make yourself feel good? No, I don't think so. I think it's um well I guess it does make makes most well it makes me feel good when I make other people feel good. So I guess that's yes and no. Waffling on, I feel like I'm just trying to fucking convince you all that I'm a good person. Jesus Christ, I don't fucking needy but needy McNadia or what? But no, it was fun. Uh, but so Bristol Meads. So after the gig, oh, I thought it was quite funny. So did the gig, and then the woman was like, "She was so nice." She goes, "Why do you want me to show you around Clifton afterwards?" And I was like, "Yeah, bloody do actually," because I'd just been on a on a coach for, for like, oh my god, for well, so I set off my house nine something in the morning. Maybe even eight. I feel like I got the eight forty-eight, and then I got to the gig and I had to get straight on stage at about six thirty-seven. So that was like what's that nine, ten, eleven, twelve? It's like nine and a over nine and a half hours. So yeah, so she heard me talk about mental health and thought best take her to a bridge, <laughs> to, to the bridge, and oh, it was beautiful. It was just what I needed. I thought it was. Just so nice of her to do that. Yeah, we had a little walk. Saw the tail of a cat, which was quite concerning. Because it was like... Cats don't just shed their tails, do they? Yeah. Very strange. And then, there was cause not really many food places. So then she dropped me back to Bristol Temple Means. I went to stay in my in my hotel. And uh, there's no, there's no food places. 
Then, but I'd got a return ticket, but she dropped me off outside Bristol Temple Meads, and then I found the train people quite. Well, just didn't really know what to say because it was just a palaver. Because I wanted to, because the food, the only food was inside the train station. But now I can get inside because my return ticket from Clifton, like, do you know what I mean? So I couldn't go, couldn't I get in there to, to get some food? Because I'd be like, well, no, because you could go anywhere. So in the end, I had, a, I went back to the, to the thing, the button ticket let me take you there a bit and uh just found the cheapest ticket and then went in there and then used my return that I had from before and then they were just looking at me like the fuck she just dropped something off or I was like well I just got some food and then I went to my hotel and my feet my god I'd stunk myself out I've got very, why am I telling you this? Got very dashing trainers, right? But I think I've this will. When I pass my driving test, my God, I'll be happy. Well, for many reasons, but also because uh, my trainers will last longer, and they won't. Like the moment I stand in the puddle and then walk around a lot, fucking go rancid, and it's absolutely horrible. So what did I do? Then I had oh, did a gig in a school, which was lovely. But fuck me, it was posh. Where was it? It was um, it was where it was in Cheshire, where a lot of a lot of footballers lived there. Like everyone's houses is gated. But do you know what? As we went down there, I was like, I don't want to fucking live here. It was all just like this, like just this this thick mist of of smugness. Like, it's just not, that is just not for me. It, I just, I don't know, when you look at what seems to come with money, well, it's all fucking status. It's not just money, is it? It's, yeah, it's all status and, it's just, no, not not for me. Not for me at all. Um, The gig was fine. What was it? Well, it threw me a bit. So I said, I just said my name and I come on stage and, and the woman, this woman was like, oh, bloody hell, all Harriet's I know are mental. And, but that's like my beginning bit. So I sort of just panicked. And then she just kept, I'd say a punchline and she'd just wink at me. I'd look at her, she'd just wink. I was like, this is very strange. Um, And my, my, friend, my friend was gone buried. And um, we, he doesn't really... Um, gig watch anymore and well he said he wanted to do well in front of me but did, I had to give a fuck do you, do you know what I mean like we're friends I, I, you know no I'm not gonna think like ill of anyone just, like if they do well or not well really like if they're a pal they're not a pal I will <laughs> and um yeah I think he just panicked and he was going on he was saying stuff like Oh yeah, you can only really talk to a woman one day a month because oh, they're always on their periods. And, and then he was like, "Give me a chair if you're on your period." It's like, fucking hell. just bring me on, please. I'm all mission. Oh god. Um, yeah. So that that happened. Then yesterday did a did a kids gig. Oh god. 
Pooch Goose, I never feel nerves like it. Never. Never, never. Because no one at a kids gig, I mean, let me know if this is diff. Like, like this might. Um, in fact, yeah, maybe. So I've got friends that do kid, kids gigs and they just like smash it. So maybe it's just me, but it they're so difficult because at one point everyone is never always on board because. Well, it's like doing a gig to a, like a room of people with ADHD, isn't it? Because they're all just like some are running, just like screaming, and um, and then you've got always got like a smug one, and then so come on in an inflatable Diplodocus outfit, blanks, and um, and it's because that you're not a real dinosaur, just like. <laughs> it's like, just let me be let me be for 20 minutes a real dinosaur why does it matter do you know what I mean it's a, it's a nicer place if I just am okay but yeah the, so this this little girl wearing a sash you don't even know what bride to be no alright um, and then this mother was like please no and it, th- th- yeah, it's just so because I always thought that it would be the parents that sort of on your side, but no. And then, and then this little boy was just oh, he knew so much about dinosaurs, and I didn't realise that he'd been put down for being a geek by the before because he was going on about dinosaurs. So then I was like, like encouraging it. So I love it when kids waffle on it because it just eats into your stage time. Yeah, it did. I always, yeah, I always worry that I'm never going to have enough to do, and I always do. Yeah. Always do. Right, let's read. The good news. The good news. And thank you. Thank you for your reviews. Please leave more reviews you dirty stinking rat Harry, don't call them dirty stinking rats you oh my god we've had bloody so there was do wasps and bees mix do you know because we had a wasp in the house just sitting there bold as brass fucking massive it was as well and then my boyfriend goes oh I thought it was bees that were outside I said bees and then and then I went outside and there's just all these bees just hanging around this hole. And then he goes, we need to smoke them out. But I was like, well, no, because if I'm what, having a cigarette, blowing it in, I, at one point I'll have to like do like, have my mouth open and I reckon a bee would fly in my mouth. And then he was like, let's block them in. But if you block them in, they'll come into our come into our house but then i don't think the wasp i think cause my boyfriend took the bins out that the wasp snuck in then because wasps and bees don't mix do they it's like west side story jets and sharks unless there was loads of wasps and the bees have just fucked them all up so there was just that rogue wasp that i trapped under a cup if you trap something under a cup do they eventually die because there's no oxygen 
Is there oxygen? There's not much. There's not, is there? Anyway. Oh my god, imagine if you just woke up and were surrounded by bees. That would be awful. My boyfriend the other day said that he, he walked past this guy and this guy just went... Bzz. He thought that was strange. But I said might be... Might have been Jeff Goldblum. Do you know what I mean? Right, good news. Mal Getz says, My neighbour posted some chocolates through my letterbox with a lovely note and his phone number after I plucked up the courage to inform him his dog is constantly barking when he isn't there. He's going to try a few things. I suggested leaving the TV radio on for the dog. Yay to happy dog and lovely neighbours. That's nice. Oh, I haven't read that other bit. She said, she started on my podcast. Mal, have you started on... See, I say this with a friend of mine. Like, I just don't know how you could start on like episode 90. Because it's not the beginning. Apart from Parks and Recreation, my brother told me to start on season 2 because season 1 was shit. So I listened to him because he's not the sort of person that would start, a, like, that would give that advice lightly. But then I went back, watched season one, eventually, like, years and years later. And I think because I'd been told how shit it is so much, I didn't even think it was that bad, to be honest. Anyway. Sandra Joy says, busy few weeks, work and home, but managed to add in visiting some cousins whilst 300 miles from home at conference, even having a bit of fresh air and sun before it starts today. 300 miles, I think. Is that a court call? That's about 300 miles away, isn't it? Claire Forrester. Ooh, we booked our accommodation for Edinburgh so we can come and see some crazy lady in a dinosaur costume. And we've been to Thorpe Park for the day and been on every big ride. Now chilling in a travel lodge, debating what to have for tea. That's great. Oh, I'm looking forward to Edinburgh now. Zoe Breen. My first tomato seedlings came through, then cucumbers, then lettuce. Oh, that's great. That's old bloody salad you got there, Zoe. Alex Kendall went to punk all day in Penzance last weekend in an empty school. Lovely old punks, cheap cider and loud music. Excellent fun in the sun. And then he's got a, uh, oh my God. And then he's got a um, lovely arty picture of him there. Oh my God, I've just seen my friends put, celebrating my baby girl turning one and also celebrating the fact she's going to be a big sister soon. So that means my friend is Prago again. It's mad, isn't it, how we changed, like, this friend of mine just wasn't maternal. And now she's got the cutest kid, all happy, and everyone's having kids. The cuter, cutest kid. Bless her. Right. It is the end now. Leave a review, that'd be great. Thank you, David Harris. As always, you are great. If anyone would like to thank me for my 
contribution to the podcast world, then go to Patreon, Patreon, and leave some sweet dollar for me. Boo boo. What's, what tune was that? Was that Dad's Army? Oh, I love Dad's Army. Don't tell him your name, Pike. Is it Pike or Spike? Anyway, um, thank you, David. Thank you, one and all. Leave a review. Write me a letter. No, don't. That would be weird if you knew where I lived. Please don't. All the best. Bon voyage. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download. Share. Tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.